Dubai has a vibrant and ever-changing food and beverage industry. There's estimated eight or 9,000 F&B outlets in Dubai. Sometimes it's hard to say on top of what's opening and what's closing. We're spoiled for choice here with almost every cuisine in the world represented and plenty of cool new places to try out all the time. It's no doubt a difficult business to start off in. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services, and trending topics. Love and Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love and Dubai, Love and Saudi, and Smashy TV. Each week, we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. This week, we sat down with Shaima Noah Fawaz, founder of Gossip the brand. Originally four years ago it started as Gossip Cafe. Shaima is an Emirati lady who also worked with Mubadala and has a PhD in genetics. Really really impressive business story and Gossip has expanded to the UK market in 2018 but it's also expanded within the UAE to cover the health industry, Gossip Fix, the beauty industry with Gossip Glow and another type of food brand called Gossip Street recently opened at Lamar. It's a fascinating conversation with Shaima and a really impressive to see how an Emirati brand has challenged the franchises and international brands within the UAE and then also bucked the trend to expand globally. Shaima Noafoaz, the CEO and founder of Gossip the Brand. Hi, Shaima. Nice to have you here. Hi, how are you? Uh, very good, thank you. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. You've got, you're a founder of Gossip. Uh, tell us a bit about the brand and how, how it, yeah, everything about it, basically. Um, so now Gossip the Brand has different arms, and one of our arms is the F&B arm. And under our food and beverage arm, we have Gossip the Cafe, which now is in UAE. We have two locations in Dubai, one in Abu Dhabi, one in Sharjah. Uh, we founded another brand called Milk Cakes by Gossip, which is a milk cake specialty brand that yeah. took milk cakes and expanded it. We have one in London in Covent Garden and one in Dubai Mall. Yeah. Um, we also have Street by Gossip, which is a cool street food brand in the mirror. Yeah. Um, that's very fun, very young, uh, very hip. And the latest brand we launched was Fix in the F&B that is more uh, involved in specialty coffees and uh, cold press, healthy superfood boosts and juices Amazing. to keep you, you know, going for the day. Uh, we diverted into the beauty industry where we launched something called Glow by Gossip, which is a beauty concierge that comes home, sells you products and also does takes care of all your beauty routine. So we're really good at something called the 360. So within one hour, we'll get your hair, makeup, and nails done, and you're on the go. Really? It's more for busy people. Yeah, amazing. So there's so much to divulge into there in terms of business and branding. Um, gossip we knew originally on Love in Dubai because of your tasty cakes and uh, your treats and desserts and everything like that. Uh, how did that start? Uh, how did it go from into cakes originally? Was it something you were passionate about? Were you in the food and beverage biz business? Yeah, I mean... Desserts was a hobby of mine, so I used to uh, bake. I would go to every restaurant in the globe. I would do my research. I would pick what I love and what I what where's my favorite recipes. I'd actually researched from college days what recipes I want, tested them, tried them, changed them. 
I'm yeah. a foodie anyway, so yeah. I go all around the world looking for me the best drinks, the best foods, and everything. And I could always find something missing. Yeah. So I always wanted to have my own place where everything I loved existed with a bit of an Emirati touch. Uh, there's a lot of cafes and food places that have the touch of the countries they come from. Yeah. Um, and I wanted gossip to have a, an Emirati flair. So when you go out or you go to gossip somewhere in the world, you kind of feel like you're home. Amazing. Uh, but it's a brand that's consumed by many in Dubai. Uh, it's a very successful kind of homegrown story. Uh, we always talk about successful stories here, but the, to expand into London and going global, like what was the kind of motivation and the and the and the plan behind that? Well, when I was putting pen to paper the day I designed Gossip, my thought was always global. Amazing. So I never ever did a business or touched something that I didn't think I could. Could this concept work in New York? Could it work in in London? Could it work in uh, China. I wanted something that could be diverse with our culture infused in it. So it was four years at the cafe and one of our most successful desserts and gossip is our milk cakes. I get a lot of reviews. Like people will go to a lot of competitors and people will still tell me no about gossip. So how do you make, what? what's a milk cake? What goes into it? Yeah, because a lot of people ask, even in London, like people walk in and go, yeah, but what's a milk cake? Uh, so a milk cake is a it's a it's kind of like a sponge cake that's baked and then when it's hot it's soaked in in flavored milk is it something that is an emirati delicacy or is it just actually no i believe it's uh it it, it's it came from the dolce de luci cakes that come from south america yeah but it kind of got very very popular popular within our region so what we did is we identified four specific flavors rose original pistachio and saffron I like to use flavors from our region. And then we kind of took them and we created different like toppings and different, it becomes like a sundae. Yeah. So you can have different, they're called designer milk cakes. And we did something else. We created something called a cake shake. Yeah. We can get a, like a milkshake, but with a cake in it. So we kind of developed that concept as like the first ever milk cake concept and launched that into London during the summer. Summer 2018. Yes. And that was, thank God, very, very successful. Where in London is it? In Covent Garden. Oh, very popular. So it's in the place. Piazza. Yeah, that's. It's oh, amazing. Sunday's a happening day to be in Covent. <laughs> amazing. That's really cool. Um, so it's four years in, uh, and you started off with cakes, and you've went into all these different verticals, uh, into the kind of healthy food, and now into beauty as well. Um, how does the brand keep growing? How does your, you know, how are you scaling? Uh, how are you kind of how are you managing all these different things? So it kind of goes organically to me. It always comes from a need. I'd never start a brand that I didn't feel there's a need in the market for. And I will recommend anyone in business to start something just because someone's doing something. Um, entrepreneurs in general find something that's irritating them, that they can't find a solution for, and create that solution within a business yeah. model because you don't want to be the only person using it. Um, so, for example, when I did gossip, I was so irritated with the quality of desserts in the market. I was not happy with the cafes that you, you there's a place you can sit, go online, have good, decent food. Uh, you could be healthy. I'm not. Can we still sit on the same table? I would always face these issues with my friends. Yeah. Um, and I wanted gossip and our slogan is share a sweet life. And by meaning that is you can all come together, sit, chill. I can have a coffee, you can order food, I can get a beautiful gluten-free, dairy-free salad, you can yeah. get a nice gourmet burger, and we can come together, have a good time, and then go home. And 
I wanted it to have the stuff that us Emiratis also enjoy. You yeah. want an Arabic coffee, you want something that's different. It's all available there. Okay. So that was the concept behind Gossip. And as things grew and uh, items became successful or market needs changed, I would divert into other businesses. So street came from the need that I found that a lot of the youth couldn't find a place other than a cafe or a probably shisha place to hang out. So if you want something that's loungy uh, with street food, uh, Asian food specifically, Japanese is becoming very trendy. Um, there's no place for them within their price range. It's really cool. So we yeah. did street on the beach for that demographic. Okay. Is um, it a food truck on the beach or is it a... Yeah, it's an actual outlet on okay. La Mer, okay, on the beach, which is really, really nice. So you get to have, you know, our different bao buns. Again, any concept we do, we infuse some of our Emirati flavors in. Okay. And it's it's designed for our demographics. So uh, it's very hip. And we have something called the uh, Street Surprise. Okay. And that? that's uh, like literally every night we have two to three birthdays for a Street Surprise. So kind of they... They come in and they don't know they, what's going to expect. You, you just come and they put a wax paper on the table and all your desserts get thrown on top of everything. Such a cool it's It's like dry ice and smoke and fire and cookies and like kids can't believe what's going on yeah adults can't believe what's going on (laughs) forget the kids so it's a really fun experience so that's i think the one thing that no one really does in dubai is a street surprise yeah so if you haven't tried it i'd recommend you go amazing i think i'm going to so shama listen talking to you now it seems that you're so many ideas coming out all the time and i can see you know how you've got uh, the entrepreneurial spirit and lots of different concepts where does that come from? It's kind of unusual maybe for an Emirati lady to have this big kind of brand. And, you know, was it expected? This, this is what you were doing when you were studying and et cetera. And where does all this come from? Um, I think since I was young, I knew I wanted to be in the business field. Okay. And one of the things that used to really get to me as younger, because a lot of my friends and, you know, all the families are big business people and they'd always get brands from... Yeah. The U.S., from the U.K., from internationally, and I would just sit there and say, "Guys, why are you doing this? Why can't you create your own?" Yeah. And I and I just it mind boggled me, and I knew it was an easy way to franchise brands outside, and I wanted to be a company that our brands become franchised globally. Okay. Like, why should Starbucks come here? Why Maybe. should McDonald's come here? Why can't we have an Emirati brand? that goes internationally and i'm sure there's many and there's there's a lot in different industries the cool thing about an fmb industry is everyone gets to share your journey yeah like you won't believe how many people can come up to you and talk to you and tell you i had this i like that i didn't like this anyone it doesn't matter yeah. what position they're in feedback you, and you yeah, yeah you're kind of part of it yeah and that seems to be part of the the, the phrase the kind of slogan that you have share a sweet life and that fits into community, be it F&B or, or beauty or, or lifestyle and everything like that. Yeah, and what I love about gossip, it's a place for everybody. Like, it's not about, uh, it's about you coming with your friends and feeling your home. And they should do what you want. And you yeah. should get good, good customer service. And I believe in clean eating. There's no reason to eat outside and get a drink that's filled with sugar. Or, you know, like, I don't never understood the concept of eating outside that people aren't conscious. Yeah the owners of these cafes to make sure that if I'm ordering a salad, it's a salad. It's okay. not a cheated yeah. salad dressing with everything that in the end I'm like, I should have had a burger. Yeah. I like all of Gossip's concept. I truly believe in a clean eating. And clean eating doesn't really mean diet food. It just means 
be honest clean and what you put on a plate in front of someone okay. if i want a dessert i'm getting a cake and it's yeah. going to be the best cake i want but if i'm getting a salad Okay. It better be a healthy salad. Okay, amazing. So I, I'm very conscious of uh, these so things. So the, the gossip flow, the, the, our gossip fix, uh, the more healthy food concept, is that on the vegan trend, is it on the paleo trend, or is it just, uh, you know, what sort of kind of uh, healthy food are you targeting? So, so I have a PhD in genetics, and when I look at the health trends, it keeps changing. Okay. Like every time something is trending, now yeah. it's gluten-free. Then it's, you know, okay. <laughs> it came to the uh, soya milk. Then it's now almond milk. Yeah. Now it's oat milk. Now rice. So the, the trends keep changing. And I just wanted a place that kind of gives people different options. Okay. So we do have some paleo options. We definitely have gluten-free, dairy-free options. But also some people that aren't gluten-free would like to have, you know, complex carbohydrates like wheat and uh, things that are good for your body. So with Fix, uh, it's more of our specialty coffees. And then we created a range of drinks that are, 100% gluten-free, dairy-free, healthy, fresh. We Amazing. did something called the Power Fix, which is a coffee that has every superfood you could imagine. <laughs> There's no added sugars in any of our drinks. They're naturally sweetened okay. by the fruits or the stuff in them. Um, you have Makta Luke Marici. It's like the Power Fix is a pre-life. We call it pre-life, pre-workout, pre-anything for you. Amazing. You want don't get a Red Bull, pick up a Power Fix. Brilliant. You get what you need, you get your energy and you're on your way and you get all the added benefits of antibacterial, antiviral, boost your immune system all at the same time. Just health to me doesn't have to taste bad and I think it should be easy and the consumer now wants something. Okay. I mean, people are thinking before they yeah. buy something. It's no longer just put it in my mouth. It's like, yeah, I want something that's also good for me yeah and that's how we design things like amazing i'm sure that concept will work in other markets as well but you've got many of these brands and products in dubai and it's obviously a, a growing vibrant city is that where your focus is as well as kind of you know some global ventures but do you want to be a strong brand here for the people here or what are your what are your plans so all our brands uh, are in dubai we have Sharjah and abu dhabi as well the focus is to expand within a franchise model within the UAE for sure, yeah. and then to go globally. So London is one of our targets. Saudi Arabia is one of the markets I'm yeah. very interested in. Um, the US. So we've started franchising. And what's really cool about franchising in UAE, our model is very different than a regular franchise. Okay. We manage our franchise. So when an investor comes, they put the cash, and they don't need to get involved in anything. And okay. I think a lot of franchises in UAE um, kind of, have difficulties is because the hardest part in FMB is the operational part in the management. Yeah, that's where it's difficult. And there's a lot of people that have the cash but don't want the headache. So yeah. I'm in a exposition in government. I'm a business person. I'm not gonna worry if you know my store manager quit or the waiter didn't show up today or someone didn't come in. Yeah. So in UAE we've done a different model that's franchise management where you know you become an investor part of gossip in yeah. your location but we handle everything for you. That's really interesting. And then you can retain that sort of culture and, and the DNA of the brand. And the quality, and the which quality really upstream. is important to me. So it's a little bit like maybe the hotel management franchise system. Exactly. Like now, that. internationally, there's different models we're looking at. Okay. But definitely in UAE, franchising is so easy. Like I, I get a lot of women that are interested and, and yeah. friends that want to do it. And I'm like, great, because you put the cash and we'll handle it for you. Okay. And it's a business. You know? Yeah. Amazing. And you mentioned uh, before we came, before we started recording, that you worked with Mubadala and then in DIFC. Uh, what were you doing there, and how did how did 
that experience kind of shape the entrepreneurial uh, role that you have now? So when I came from the U.S., I worked in DIFC. I was their international uh, director of international investments, and I was asset managing Arts Dubai Fair. I was Amazing. asset managing Villa Moda that was in fashion. We did a little real estate and some IT investments, and it kind of taught me how to be an owner of businesses and how to kind of report to a board yeah. and uh, understand these different industries that I wasn't specialized in. Okay. When I moved to Mubadala and I was VP of healthcare, I actually did more operational roles within uh, healthcare institutions. And uh, we had joint ventures with different international um, uh, healthcare companies. What was really cool about Mubadala, it also gave me an operational experience on top of the asset management okay. experience. And when you're doing business, it's not the field or the what type of business you're doing. It's more about how to run and manage companies. Yeah. So you can always get people specialized in a different specific sector but the overall being able to run and make a company successful is uh, the same model depending on, doesn't matter the industry. Like yeah. I remember when Steve Jobs hired the guy from Coke to run Apple. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what does Coke have to do with technology? Scully, that's, yeah. not, that's not usually the, the concern. The concern is structure. You know, the structures of companies are usually the same. Okay. Now it's up to the person that's running them to be innovative enough and to be able to, you know, extract the culture he wants in that company at the time. So I, I can understand that, you know, having different stakeholders and managing bigger projects in your previous roles and then the ideas that you've spoken about for gossip. Um, how does that relate to sort of managing people? Um, you know, is that a strength of yours as well? Or do you have support on that? With, um, with the F&B industry, there's a lot of kind of, uh, you know, people working in your cafes and different logistics and fulfillment and all that sort of stuff. Is that something that you have support with or do you like that area as well? So our team is pretty large now. We're at 200 uh, plus. Amazing. And what, what's very different is... 200 people in four years. That's yeah. fantastic. It's, it's great. I, I love, I mean, I wish my companies, I mean, one of my goals is to be one of the biggest employers. Okay. Uh, that's always a goal. So when I put the pillars of gossip when we started, there was three things I wanted. I wanted to be known for quality yeah. and be a conscious company that cares about what people, if it's food, if it's services, we really care what we give you. Yeah. Um, I That's one of, one of the most important things in gossip is you have to give people quality for what they're paying for. Okay. Uh, two things, we wanted to be an employer of choice. Yeah. Um, and what's important for me is, like you know, it. to be able to, employ a lot of people, hopefully give them a good life. And yeah. the more people I have, the to me, is a measure of success. Okay. Job creation and people employment is important. Yeah, we want it to be an employer of choice. And, you know, there's some limitation to that. But one of our goals is to be a company you want to work with. I always believe in searching for talent and yeah. helping people grow within the company. Okay. I think most successful companies did well by taking people in and, and giving them. And yeah. whenever I interview someone or I talk to someone, I'm like, you know, the sky's the limit in what you do with your job. Okay. If you want to just do this, like, for example, be a waiter, you can be a waiter. If you want to grow into something else, it's up to you. Okay. It's your initiative. It's what you put into it. And what's cool about Gossip, other than any other companies, you still have a chance to be an employee and be creative. Okay. Big conglomerates are set in their ways. Yeah. yeah. You can be heard. Like, this is a good idea. Why do you think we do that? And it can be implemented. Okay. So, Sham, I'm interested in, uh, we, in, in Dubai, we cover, we're all like, always excited and loving Dubai, all these great F&B outlets. But from a business side, it's very challenging. There's, we, we're told there's eight or 9,000 F&B outlets in Dubai. 
what was it like starting off and how did you kind of get established and um, I'm sure it wasn't all plain sailing. No, actually, when I was doing gossip, I was having, I was actually scared, <laughs> to be honest, because I didn't know, like, it's a homegrown brand. Would people want something homegrown? Or are they still interested in the franchise yeah. names that are coming from outside? Okay. And I remember when I opened, uh, that's actually, Instagram was the best thing that ever happened for Amazing. me. And I like pictures. So I wasn't a Twitter person. Okay. I have to yeah. post a pic and then you can read what's under it. You know, okay. I love the color books with pics. So I kind of, we Instagrammed way before we opened. And our opening day was probably one of our best sales ever. Yeah. Um, I think most, my, most of my support came from local Marathi yeah. people. And I'm so grateful for them. Because when you do a project like this, you don't know. Always yeah. in retrospect, it's easy to say, oh, that location wasn't a good idea. Or, oh my God, um, you should have done this. But when you're doing it, taking a risk it's you're always a, a risk yeah like you don't know you think yes but you never really know there's so many different parts to come together it's so many different things that happen and there's always a part that's out of your hands so yeah. uh, always i just say when you look back you can say oh that was a good idea or it wasn't but at the time you're okay. never sure so social media played a big role and how is that emerging now are you doing sort of social media commerce are you using delivery apps like how are people other than going into the cafe, how are people reaching the gossip brand? Like now, most of our things are online. So delivery, we have a lot of different apps for delivery for all our brands. Okay. Uh, social media, the cool thing now with Instagram, you can sponsor ads to get the reach out to more people, more yeah. demographic. Everything is going digital. Everything's going online. Um, very rarely, I think you'll get much uh, effect from uh, print for our industry and um, word of mouth. It's really important to have word of mouth. And I mean, a lot of influencers help, but there's something called micro-influencers. It's people yeah. within the community. Yeah. If they speak or they like you, people will come. Yeah. It's that easy. Uh, it, it, that's the way it is. No one, not a lot of people like look at a billboard now and say, I'm going there. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, 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 digital is the way to go and we're going digital. And I think that's the only way to go for any Amazing. business now. So people are coming across your cakes on Instagram, searching out where your locations are and arriving in store or purchasing via the And apps. pointing at pictures and saying that one. Amazing. That's the way it usually goes. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thanks so much for your time. It's been great to chat to you and it's fascinating to see how the gossip brand has grown and we'll, we'll continue to follow it on Love and Dubai in the future. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank, Thank you very much. So that's it for another episode of Dubai Works Business Podcast. Follow these stories and more on loveindubai.com. Also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn and Snapchat and Love in Dubai. Have a good week and we'll be back next week with another interview.